1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. The number one shoe machine, machine on the market. We own three of them. And I can tell you personally, even before they came became sponsors, their customer service is second to none. Um, you know, every time I've had any issues with any of my machines, going back to the way old ones, they've always taken really good care of me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Oh, and mention, uh, mention us and they'll give you $450 off. Mention Coach Collins or Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, we always tell our players that they should be working on their craft. I challenge you to work on your craft. Come over, join a community of like-minded coaches who want to make this game better. It's the reason I started Teach Hoops is to help pay the bills for all these podcasts, but even more importantly, to give back um, to this great game that has given me so much um, and to set up a roadmap for you to be successful, not only on the court, but off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial. So come over and check, kick the tires around, see if you like it. And uh, let's head off to the podcast. All right, go ahead, shoot away. You got questions?
2: I do, yeah. So okay. I'm just switching into the teaching field. And okay. It's going to take me like a year and a half to finish. It's going to be like a master's in special ed. Um, well, if
1: you're a special ed teacher, you'll get a job. I can tell you that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was part of the reason why I wanted to do it. I mean, I enjoy, I mean, I've, I have a little experience with it. Right. i teaching and stuff like that, but. Okay. But yeah, and I've talked to some of the guys I've coached with that's been special ed teachers and they said that's the field to go into.
1: Right. If you want to get a job or get hired to be a coach, probably a good, yeah, because there'll usually be an opening I know there were jobs I was looking at early and I was a math teacher and there were not, there weren't any open. I mean, they wanted math teachers, but there weren't any openings. Wow. So, Okay. um, Cool. yeah. So I think that's a good move. Okay.
2: Yeah. And then, um, the other thing I was wondering is like for you personally, like would you still coach if you weren't uh, a teacher? Like, I mean, I mean, if you didn't teach, um, I messed up the question. Would you still teach if you weren't able to coach or would you do a
1: different profession? Uh, that's like, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, would I be a teacher if I had to do it over again? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I don't really love where the profession's gone to be honest with you, but I'm a math teacher. So I think the swing is going to come back. Um, I mean, I've never gone to I've never gone to work a day in my life, so that's a good thing because I I mean I'm actually missing my students and stuff right now. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I mean I I mean I wish I was compensated at the appropriate way a teacher should be. Um, so that would be my only issue with teaching. Uh, would I coach and not teach? Um, it's done. I think it's harder. It's definitely harder. Uh, really. I think so. I think. I mean, it's much. First of all, I, I would never. I would never take a job that I wasn't in the building. Probably teaching in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being is those those relationships you build with the kids. I even see it when people are in middle schools and have to. They better have really good assistance in the high school. Um, and again, it depends on the size of the community. If it's a small community, it might be a little bit easier. Uh, but I. <laughs> the amount of brush fires I've put out in 25 years, the amount of little things I've had to deal with, um, you know, even all the stuff with this coronavirus and mm-hmm. kind of connecting with my guys before school shut down. Cause I knew it was, I, I could just feel it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think that's just super important. Um, coaching is so much. I mean, if you're, if you're, um, you know, if you're uh, if you're Tony Bennett, then it's about getting guys. Right. He's a great X and O guy, but it's about getting guys. Those guys, it's about getting guys. When you're a high school coach, it's about it's about having players and developing them, but it's also about the relationships because um, you don't want to lose them to soccer. You don't want to lose them to football. Right. Oh, yeah. um, so all those things. And then, you know, some of my best players over the last 10 years have been football players, but they were football players that were playing basketball. They weren't basketball players that were playing football, So which is fine, but they but I had built that relationship where it was still important enough to them, and they were competitive enough, so that's why I think being in the building is is right. crazy important like I've said on some of my podcasts i uh I have food in my room all the time. I mean I gotta go in on Friday because that's our day we can go in, and I got to basically i mean I have food in there all the time because that's the way they come see me
2: right. <laughs> Otherwise they won't want to see you as much. My- no,
1: but they just, I mean, I don't leave my room a lot. I'm teaching yeah. and it's like, I'm not getting out and I, you know, I have some of them in class, but they will come to me if I have food, um, mm-hmm. which is good. It's like, you know, teen- a way to a teenage boy's heart is through his stomach. Oh, man.
0: for sure. Yeah.
1: So I always have food, you know, the healthy stuff doesn't go quite as fast as the bad stuff. But, um, so that I'm building that relationship with them and slowly over time, um, and it takes them a little, you know, the, the shy ones. It takes a while to, you know, come in, say hi, you know. We work on all that kind of stuff. So, um, I mean, I might take a job that I know that eventually I could, like maybe I was a fired teacher and I could get in the middle right. school, and then eventually I could get in the high school. I would probably do that, but I think it's super important, especially um, as a head coach. You're saying, especially as a head coach, assistant coach. It doesn't, you know, yeah, assistant coach. It doesn't matter as much. Um, But as a head coach, yeah. Just because you're dealing – it's like being the CEO. You got to go to – you still got to go to work every day and see everybody.
2: Mm -hmm. The one thing that you said I think is really interesting in the high school that I'm at uh, as it relates to, like, football and basketball, because I I think a football player can be molded into such a great basketball player just because of the the tenacity and the aggressiveness and the toughness. But at the end of the day, basketball is like a skill sport. Right. So in our high school, like – a lot of the good basketball players don't end up playing because they get sucked up by football and then that commits most of their time. It doesn't
1: make any sense though. You know, like, I've got two guys in the NFL right now that played football basketball for me. You know, Jester yeah. and Doris both played played basketball for me. They're football they're NFL football players. <laughs> I think Jake Ferguson could be an NFL football player. So I could have three guys in the NFL that have played over the last seven, eight years. So how do you
2: negotiate that, like – or how do you balance that when the – you know Well, you also
1: got to – you got to convince them of their role. Like, like, you know, you're not going to be the star of this thing, but here's what you can do and we'll win. We can win. Like, they got to be – both Darius Fountain and and Jester Weah were both defenders. Like, Mm -hmm. I I convinced them that they wanted to defend and just shut the other person's player down. So it became like a personal thing for them to just shut the opponents down so it's almost like I said, it's like playing in the secondary, man. I mean, they were both receivers, but I said yeah. it's like playing in the secondary. You're just shutting these guys down. And then, you know, you can do it to the point where they're so athletic if they're football players that you don't even have to worry about help side B. The other four guys can play help side. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying it's like – and Jake was just a muscle, you know, I'm going to rebound. So they're not going to be finesse guys, but they can be physical defender guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you got you to kind of get that football mentality of like, you know, hey, don't you want to play with your friends? Don't you? Right. You got to get the friend thing. You got to get the competitive thing. And you got to give them a specific role. If you do that, then you can convince them of it, I think.
2: My, then my question is like on the offensive side, like in running like regular offense and yeah. the probably the shooting skills and all that. Like nope. How- I got
1: them attacking the rim. I do. Okay. I have them attacking the rim, okay. and they go to the offensive glass like it's no tomorrow.
2: So that's their that's their job. Attack the glass, attack the rim. If you miss a layup, we're not going to be
1: mad. But just who cares them. about that? I don't care.
2: Yeah, yeah. whatever.
1: Because they'll probably get their own rebound. And mm-hmm. and, and if they're sagging, it, when you sag off somebody, it's harder to box them out. So let's say okay. let's say let's say you're let's say you're the guy I'm defending um, that can't score. Okay. Yeah. So you're at the three point line and I got a foot in the paint. Great. It, as soon as someone else shoots the ball, you go try to box out an athletic guy from the three point line when you're in the paint. Yeah. Virtually impossible. Right. So it almost sucks them out toward them to make them defend them. If you go to the offensive glass, that's what I found out. It was kind of by experiment, but it's like, Oh crap, they're not even guarding. them. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: these two obviously are wide receivers in the NFL right now. Hopefully Doris comes off of his injury, yeah. but um they couldn't you couldn't stop them. Like if they went to the glass, you couldn't stop them. Right. I mean, yeah. And that's awesome. That's demoralizing when it's guys the, oh do. yeah. And a, in a huge, in a huge way. Yes. Get um. some hand sanitizers we talked about the second of oh, my grocery shop. Um
2: what you know, in certain sports I feel like it's just about like having the guys and the dogs, but like um like how much does it your team's success as a basketball team depend on having good players? And then is there kind of a, the second part of the question, is there enough time to develop average basketball players from freshman year to a conference championship winning
1: team by their senior year? Or yeah. So my saying is there's two types of coaches, coaches with players and ex coaches. Um.
2: Okay. <laughs> That's what I think. I think you got it. Okay.
1: To- so, the, so, but, but I've been, I'm, I mean, I've, I mean, i have i mean yeah, they just did an interview with my son and I, and they basically, part of the conversation on the interview was, I said, you take my 12, top 12 guys, I can make a run at the Sweet 16. Like, in their prime, I can make a run at it. You know, Wesley's in the N- NBA. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. When you list, you know, I got every one of them, all 12 of them are division high Division One majors. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so, obviously, I've had talent, so I can say that jokingly. Right. But – um. An example of, I think you can be competitive and I think you can make a run at a conference championship with, I mean, Drew's going to hate that I say this, but my son's that kind of kid. He's a, he, he's, 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 um, he's vertically challenged, right? Mm -hmm. He's six foot and he's, you know, he's got 24 inch, 26 inch vertical. He's like, it's whatever, but he can shoot the three, like no freaking tomorrow. So, (laughs) so. You can what you basically have to do if if you're going to take average freshmen and make them so you can run and make a conference championship is you got to figure out what everybody's role is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be the point guard, you're going to be a three point shooter, you're going to be a re. I mean, you got to you got to find the niche or the niche, whatever way you say it, yeah. um, to get into to to play. So when I have my postseason meetings with my guys, which I only got through half of them before this lockdown. Jeez. Um, so I'm not sure I'm going to do them in a park in June or something. <laughs> Basically I spell it out. I, I I'll, I'll tell kids, I said, I'll, I, and I'll use Drew's example. I said, the only reason he got on the court is he didn't turn the ball over like his turnover. he's like eight turnovers in the entire season mm-hmm. and he could shoot the three. He, right. he, he figured out how to get on the court. That's what I tell kids. It's like, what can you bring to me? So I have to play you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, maybe you're the ball handler and I have no other ball handlers. Great. Then I'm going to have to play you. Or maybe you're Dereese or, or Jester who can defend and I'm going to play you. So you can do that. It's just you got to find the right kids that are willing to buy in. I'll take, the, I'll take the average kid that I can make above average rather than the above average kid that can be exceptional as long as they have the right attitude. Because right. that average kid is going to run through a wall for me and when we right. have to pull the ball out, it's going to do what we need to do the above average kid think they might think they know more than me. Um, so yes, you can do it. It just takes a lot more work and you, and hopefully they're not, they're a little bit above average by the time they're freshmen. that's where the youth program comes in, Mm -hmm. you know, teach them how to shoot, teach them how to dribble, teach them how to shoot. Two main things. <laughs> I mean, I can teach him the rest of the stuff. I can teach him the defense. I can teach him the offense. I can teach him how to rebound. I can So
2: for an under, for a, for a, for a feeder program. You think knowing how to shoot and dribble is way more important than knowing offense or defense. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's important. And I was talking to a coach the other day. I don't remember where he's from, but um, I think it's important to spell out like, here's the basic fundamentals we want in third grade. Here's what we want in fourth grade. Here's what we want in fifth grade. But, again, usually that's dad's coaching, blah, 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 blah. You know, that 10,000-shot club, that, um, you know, repetition. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like, scrambling right now with my, my coaches because I'm trying to figure out if I might not see my guys for two months. Hmm. So we're trying to figure out how can we do workouts, how can they be accountable, you know, how can they get off their Xbox. Um you know that kind of thing, so we're we're thinking of maybe having a videotape their workouts, yep, a couple of days a week, send them in um those kind of things so um yeah, we're just trying to figure out how to navigate the here's what you need to do and here's how you can be accountable for it kind of thing but
2: um the the thing that like that I see a lot, especially in like big big sports like football and and basketball is with the, with the AAU and, and the 7-on-7, seven seven, the specialized training, one thing that it's, like, really bothering me is, like, some of these sports that, especially basketball, which should never be this way, it's become pay-to-play pay, pay to a little bit. And, like, we go to school and you won't see one non-white kid at all on any of the, on any of the basketball teams. And granted, like, we're a mostly white school, but there's kids in the building that would play, but they can't afford, like, even the high school camps. And then, but and what's, kids,
1: the rule, what's the rules and contact in your state? Uh, I don't know what do you mean by that can you have contact off season can you work can you work them out i mean I don't every, think you can't specific I, I don't that's what I want to learn you gotta well, learn those rules' because, like I can't during like if we're in school right now, I can't do anything with my guys. then once the summer comes and there's like I have five contact days I can run stuff outside of school i can there's other contact things that I can do um that I can't do right now um so yeah. That's what so you I'm have handle
2: to do that. Like for the kids that like, cause I hate that. Like only the kids that have money. To right.
1: To well, the other kids just need some direction. They probably all got a phone.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know,
1: and, and, you know, I can send you some workout stuff. We're, we're working on ours right now. But, um, so I, uh, yeah, I mean, they all have access to YouTube and they, I mean, mm-hmm. they need a ball, you know, right.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: All they need is a ball. There's a there's a basket somewhere they can find outside, especially if the weather's. Get, where are you located?
2: Uh, Northwest suburbs. So Arlington Heights, small Prospect, just uh, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yep.
1: My sister-in-law used to live in Libertyville. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool. In Naperville, and I had a friend and uh, I had a friend when growing up that lived in Oak Park. Okay, um,
2: sure. Yeah, there We yes. are the first city to shut everything down.
1: Around. Who was? oak park Oak Park.
2: yeah
1: yeah so so um and then what you have to do is um you have to find a family that's willing to adopt one of those high-risk kids and take yeah. them along on everything i'm dead serious yeah it's like it's like the sandra bullock movie what's what movie was that um inside yeah it's got to be like that like i'm not literally saying move in with them but like you know this will make johnny better what you do is convince that parent that this kid will make this kid it will make their son better too. It will. Right. Um, so that's where you gotta kinda build that, you know, bridge those gaps. Um but yeah, I mean there's there's plenty of there's a lot more stuff than when I was growing up for them as far as access goes. But you're right. You and you gotta go quote unquote recruit those kids in your school and say, Hey, you gotta come out. Let's Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, already walking in the hallways. You're, yeah. not, you're not recruiting them. You're just recruiting them to play basketball right. now. And you got to get them young.
2: Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's what I noticed too is like by sophomore or even junior year, they're like cashed out because they think like, well, there's no chance.
1: Right. There's no chance. I'll go play football. I'll run track. I'll do, yeah. you know. Yeah. I agree. <clears throat>
2: um. So – I, I don't know how much time we have. I should have said that in the beginning.
1: That's all right. Keep going. I I I gotta I gotta run the groceries at some point, but we're good. Okay. Yeah. This is my birthday, and like this is like I was so excited that you like. <laughs> I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, talk to me about. on my birthday, <laughs> dude. That's like a punishment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I like coaching is just like where I feel alive. Um, but like I I would love to be a head coach, and the reason I'd want to be a head coach of basketball, uh, like. Football and baseball were my sports, but the reason I, I want to do basketball is because I think basketball is like a more manageable group. Football, I think, is going to be going away on the high school level. Just because-
1: okay, so here's my, a couple things. First of all, I agree. I, I love having 12 to 15 guys Yeah. because I can actually build a relationship with them. That's the first thing. And I'm not like, you, there's the secondary coach. There's that. I don't love that. Yeah. I, I, I predict that our, my kids' kids will be the last ones to play football. Mm -hmm. the way we know it now because the girls the girls that are in my class right now that are seniors aren't letting their kids play for the most part wow because they know the concussion stuff it's coming out i mean oh yeah it's it's yeah they're gonna have to change the rules substantially to keep the game now will they probably because it's a billion dollar industry the nfl um but they're gonna have to do something because it can't be the same game um that it is so that's why I think that's a that's a plus for uh that's a plus for basketball so so do you have a plan do you have a plan about how to become a head coach now some of it's gotten twisted because of the summer's basically right. toast I think
2: well that's the thing I kind of want to like lay out to you like the reasons I'd want to be a head coach let, okay. listen some my weaknesses I want you to like let me know if like that's enough to be a head coach or okay. if it makes sense so the reasons I would want to be head coach is, I, like, I'd love to set a culture of the program. Yep. Love to positively impact and mentor coaches and then build positive relationships with the students and really hopefully help them, you know, with whatever they want to do post high school. And then, and then the last one is my hope is that head coach is to get the best athletes to play and do my best to create equal opportunities for the best players to play and not let politics get
1: in there. Perfect. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the perfect reason to go into it.
2: Okay. But <laughs> uh, then like my strengths and my weaknesses, I feel like is what hurts me. Like, like I'm, okay. my strengths are like super positive. I, I hate like negative coaches. Okay. Competitive love to win building individual relationships are my positives. But then my weaknesses is like, I'm not next to those guys. Like I'm not a creative play designer. Right. I'm not super organized, uh, and, and efficient at this point. Um, but like, like
1: I just know I won't be the smartest guy in the room. That oh, can... That's okay. You don't have to be the smartest guy in the room. Trust me. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, uh, I, um, my brother tells me every time I walk into a room with him, I'm not the smartest guy. I don't don't feel <laughs> <about> sure. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I went to Dartmouth, and he went to Dartmouth and then Harvard. So, you know, it's like oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the dumb one in the family.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: of course. Lord of God. Uh, anyway, uh, so X and O stuff, the o- there's a couple things. First of all, um, the only way you're going to get good at X's and O's is do it. Yeah. Read, watch, ask, and then coach as much as he can. I, yeah. mean, I swear to God, I've coached 600 high school basketball games. I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> um, you have to, you, you, the only, you just got to, it's like getting thrown into the deep end. You learn to swim. You just got to go do it and try it. And this will work and this won't work and blah, blah, blah. You just don't want to do that with your first job being an important one. You want to do it with, right. like, it's like the Beatles. You know, the Beatles played 50,000 hours before they became the Beatles in like mm-hmm. dive bars in England. So you want to go out and do all your stuff on a Saturday in AU where yeah. when you mess up, when you mess up. It doesn't matter. So the X and O stuff is just – oops. The X and O stuff is just about practice. Read, watch, ask, do. Those are basically the things I say for young coaches. The organized part is an issue. Yeah. Um, but as you move up the pecking order, it becomes easier. Okay. Um, because then you just hire people to do that for you. Right. <laughs> um, like I have, like I, you've probably heard on my podcast. I have three assistant coaches. One's mm-hmm. my basically graduate, my, my, my op- basketball operation guy. He does all the crap that I don't want to do. He's yeah. so good. I was texting him yesterday about what we're gonna do in the summer, Da da da. I mean, if Nate quits, I'm done probably anyway. So, cause he does all that stuff. It's perfect. Yeah. And then I've got, and then I've got, um, I've got an X and O guy that I can always like, we should do this. We should try this. He says, you're doing too much, Steve. He's always my. And then you should have a question guy, a guy yeah. that always like, why are you doing that? Why aren't you doing that? you sure you want to do that? Think about that. Blah, blah, blah. So I've got all three of those on my staff at this point. That takes time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, to find those pieces Right, uh, you don't need three X and O guys and no, no building community guys. Right, so take some time to find that. The organized stuff will get easier as you do it more. Right, I, I think was just talking.
2: Teacher will help, hopefully. Yeah, it's like
1: it's like it's like shoot, they don't teach you half the stuff you need the first time you walk into a classroom. Shoot, <laughs> so you learn it. I mean, I told I, I was being observed a couple years ago with one, and I've been teaching thirty plus years, and I find, I told the principal that came in to watch me, I said. I finally feel like I'm hitting my stride. Like, wow. I, think I, I think I got this. Like, mm-hmm. now they throw internet learning on me, on freaking—I don't. I mean, I'm not sure <laughs> I got that. But um, so I—that's the same thing with coaching. It's like you just kind of—you'll find your stride on it. Um, but you, part of it, and this is why I said this summer really sucks for you, is part of getting a head job is networking mm-hmm. and you know, cause you never know who's going to open the door for you. Right. Um, so that's why you want to try to get out and work. And I don't even know if this stuff's going to happen this summer. You want to get out and work camps. You want to volunteer. You want to do everything you can while you're going to school to, because it, I don't remember who told me this, but then i told my son this when he goes off to college next year, I said, every day you should meet a new person. Like every day you should try to meet a new coach that might open a door for you, might hire you, might say, Hey, I got this guy. Like I'm trying to find a JV coach right now. Who am I asking? I'm asking other coaches, you know, anybody good? Blah, 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 blah. Who should I hire? Da, 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 da. Um, you know, cause they're like kind of my triple A and then they come up to me with me and my three. So it's like, you never know if someone throws a name, you know, I'll look into that. Dah, 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 dah. So, um, you know, camps, networking, anything you can do for that in your area. Er- if you're going to stay in the Chicagoland area, yeah. shoot, there's tons of jobs. Um, but then you got to ask yourself, and then once you get the job, I'll take care of you. Cause I got, I just working on a course for teach hoops that I got like interview questions, oh, answers, wow all that stuff. So once we get to that point, I'll, I'll, I'll set you up. Hey everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. Um, make sure if you want to hear more, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. if you want to hear other podcasts, go over and check out high school hoops and teacher side gig by coach Collins and subscribe, like review all of them. Five-star reviews would be nice. Have a great day.
0: Sports social podcast network.